I have long said this, all right? I've long said this that stories of this type I would cover no matter what. If I came across them, I would cover it because it's so important that people know that stories like this exist, man. This is important, right? We're talking about people's lives. And if I was in a different position in my life, if I traded lives with this man, I would want somebody to also cover my story, okay? Let's see what they can learn from it. So let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself, and your lovely host on this fine day, afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time zone you're in. I got friends in all of them. Love y'all and welcome back to another episode. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. Okay. This article is brought to you guys by the BBC.com and the title of this article reads, Lamar Johnson freed 28 years after wrongful murder conviction so we have a man another one i mean we used to think that these cases were isolated we used to think that these cases didn't exist we've all seen the the great police movies we all love okay and otherwise but sometimes the system gets it wrong sometimes it gets it really wrong and it can be a racist system it could be a very misogynistic system it could be a very uh stereotypical system right where certain people because of how they look they get the benefit of a doubt whether they're a man or a woman whether they're white they get the benefit of a doubt and that's just reality that bias exists in all of society and it just works like that right so let's see how this came about and i will give my thoughts along the way and at the end as well let's go A U.S. man who spent nearly 28 years behind bars for a murder he has always been denied committing has had the conviction overturned in Missouri. Good Lord. Lamar Jackson, who is now 50, walked out of the St. Louis courtroom a free man after a ruling by Judge David Mason on Tuesday. The judge said he acted after two witnesses had provided clear and convincing evidence that Mr. Johnson was, in fact, innocent. He had been convicted of murdering Marcus Boyd in 1994. Mr. Johnson was visibly moved, which means he probably started crying, you guys, out of, you know, the emotions, when the ruling was announced, while his supporters started cheering and applauding. He went on to say this is overwhelming after leaving the courtroom. Last year, attorney Kim Gardner had filed a motion seeking the release of Mr. Johnson after conducting an investigation together with the Innocence Project, nonprofit legal organization. Shout out to them, because without them, this man would probably spend the rest of his life in jail as an innocent man. Following Tuesday's hearing, Mr. Johnson's legal team criticized the office of the state attorney general, which had pushed to keep him in prison. And that, my friends, that, my family, is the problem with for-profit prisons in the states period is that whether that person is innocent whether that person is guilty they need to put bodies in the prison to keep the money moving to keep them working for only 10 cents a day to keep things going along 
They're not interested in rehabilitation. Let's look past our stereotypes here for a moment. We're not just talking about murderers. We're not just talking about rapists. We're not just talking about people that might have filed their taxes wrong, okay? <laughs> we are talking about human beings and rehabilitation. And it's kind of a difficult to accept fact, but a fact nonetheless, that out of these 50 states in the United States in the Union, the vast majority of them are not interested in rehabilitation. They are interested in continuing a for-profit system that is built on the back of black people, Latinos, some whites, and otherwise. But they are not interested in rehabilitation. Period. Right? They're just not. And the fact that it's left up to a jury who happens to be biased and a judge who also can be biased will inevitably have ramifications, negative ramifications for people that are trying to fight a case in which a case they know that they are in fact innocent. This is another example of that and that's exactly why I said I'm going to cover these. If they come across my feed, I will cover them no matter what because I owe it to these people to do that. The article goes on to say, the office never stopped claiming Lamar was guilty and was comfortable to have him languish and die in prison, Mr. Johnson's attorney said in a statement. A spokesperson for the attorney general said in an email that the office will take no further action in the case. It goes on to say, our office defended the rule of law and were to uphold the original verdict that a jury of Johnson's peers deemed to be appropriate based on the facts presented at trial, the statement said. Marcus Boyd was shot dead by two masked men on Mr. Johnson's front porch in October 1994. Mr. Johnson has repeatedly said that he was not at home when the attack happened. Jesus Christ. He wasn't even at home and you can't even talk with the witnesses where he was, you know? This is why I'm so glad now that we have technology. Technology for me changes all of this, right? How? Why? Well, cameras. Every single phone out there, even some flip phones, have cameras now. We could take pictures, we can see surveillance cameras from stores, we could see who was there. In 1994, it wasn't as established. We didn't have all this technology to be able to be used in these court cases to prove people's innocence. We could just, because they look different from us, right? You know, there is a racial undercurrent to this, so I want you guys to understand why I keep saying it like this. But because people look different from us, because their skin happens to be darker, because they happen to be more suspicious in the eyes of someone who might be racist, who was probably born in the 19 freaking 50s for crying out loud and couldn't even sit at the same table with a black person. We're just going to go ahead and throw them in jail. Now you can't get away with that anymore. We have cameras, technology, surveillance. You have, the, you, you have watches, Android, the Garmin, the Apple Watch with location data to show that you weren't there. You know, this has got to stop. And I feel like this is an indictment of the system in general. And when things like this happen, it should be on the front page of every newspaper. It should be on the front lines of every news station that reports every day when things like this happen because it is so important. But they don't want to do that. No, no, no. We're going to talk about what did someone wear to the Grammys. We're going to talk about, oh, there's a new convention today where people dress up in cosplay. And that's not to knock any of these things, okay? You're interested in what you're interested in. There's no problem with that. I have no problem with that. The problem I have is with the bias that these organizations have when it comes to reporting these things. 
because they know there is a racial undercurrent to it. They know that it's supremely unfair and they know that it might make our judicial system, our justice system look bad. And lawmakers that continue this cycle of just throwing people's lives away look bad. And that is unfortunate because as an American citizen, as someone who was born and raised in this country and has spent time in multiple other countries, extended periods of time in multiple other countries, I do feel as though we should strive to be better. And that's what separates us from other countries that don't want to be better, that don't mind killing their own civilians for protesting, such as in Iran, that don't mind locking up their own people, even though their own people did nothing wrong, such as in China. And I'm calling it out by name because it's the truth, right? I feel like we should want to do better and be better. Now, I will say this. With the younger generation, the generation younger than me, things are already changing, right? And we saw that during these 2020 protests, when we saw a police officer kneel on a man's neck, and then they tried to say that that man died from drugs instead of a knee on his neck, while the other officers that were there were holding him down, okay? That's unjust. That's not right. And we saw a lot of the youth, different colors and different countries. I'm talking about in countries where there's not a speck of black. I'm talking about, man, the amount of black people in some of these countries is so minuscule, so small, that it would really, it would really make you look at these protests that these people were having in these countries and say, wow, blonde haired, blue eyed out there at the consulate. The American consulate in their countries and the embassy is talking about how could you let this happen? You guys are supposed to be the land of the free. And when you have youth that are willing to go out there and be seen and not afraid of the punishment to do what's right, there's always hope in the future. There's always hope for change, period. There's always hope for change in that case. So let's hope that things like this stop happening for good. And thank God for the technology and the youth and the people willing to step up to change this system that is so corrupt. Because, let's face it, this man was able to get representation. This man was able to get representation. However, think of all the people out there that are not able to get representation and know they'll never get out. Know their story will never be heard, even though they are in fact innocent. The lives taken away, the things he could have done. He could have been a working class person in society, paying his taxes, working hard, doing the right things. But we let some of these other people who are corrupt and evil run rampant. It'll never make sense to me. It'll never make sense to me. Let's go ahead and continue and finish this article up. Judge Mason issued his ruling after one witness had recanted his testimony and an inmate had confessed that he shot Boyd with another suspect, Phil Campbell. During the initial trial, Campbell pleaded guilty to a reduced charge and was sentenced to seven years in prison. And there it is. This is absurd. This is unacceptable. 28 years. 28 years. And I do feel like this. We need to start punishing the pe these people that give these verdicts right that have these decisions right we need to start punishing them for getting it wrong 28 years ladies and gentlemen let me be honest i am 32 years old okay 
I am 32 years old, 28 years. Okay. That is a long time. That is too long. And it is unacceptable. 28 years being innocent. And even if he becomes a millionaire because he sues the city, whatever, that's unacceptable. What they need to start doing is snatching people's pensions. What they need to start doing is taking away the retirement money. What they need to start doing is taking away the benefits, disbarring. And if they're purposely trying to convict these people, if they're purposely doing this on purpose, trying to lock people away that they know even have a smidget of a chance of being innocent and they want to deny the evidence, they need to start throwing them in jail. It's absurd and it's unacceptable. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy, and stay protected. Don't let stuff like this happen to you if you can. Whatever you can do, whoever you can be around, you know, this is unacceptable. This is crazy. I'm kind of speechless at the fact that this even happened, and now they're trying to they're trying to swing it like, oh, what a success story. What a victory. You got out after 28 years after being innocent. This is not a success story. This is something to learn from. This is sad. He lost 28 years of his life. You know, a chance to be in his family's lives, have kids, be in their lives, achieve things, go places, vacations, start businesses that could help this country. And instead, we got an innocent man rotten behind jail bars fighting for his life. It's unacceptable. I'll catch you guys in the next episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, man. Love y'all. Peace.